Welcome to Cryptobiography. I'm your host, Brandon Starr. This is episode 324 of Cryptobiography, and it is part two of Tomorrow. And here we go. Oliver Copland was the person in charge of the harbor. That was his life's work, along with boat riding. While he made a new boat from scratch on occasion, most of his time was taken maintaining the fishing boats of the town. He was working on a boat as they came up. He had pulled a boat fully out of the water and was scraping the hull to get the barnacles and other growths off. He had the appearance of a man who, by rights, should be pale, but spent so much time outside that he had tanned as dark as he could. He wore a brown-brimmed hat to keep some of the sun off of his face and neck. He was lean, even for a person who spent a lot of his time outside working. He had a long, sharp nose on an otherwise average face, and kept his brown hair short, though he had at least a day's worth of salt-and-pepper beard on his face. He saw them hustling up to him and stopped his work. "'What's the trouble?' he asked. "'There's a ship stuck out at the end of the bay,' Kelly said. They weren't all that far from a small rise where Oliver could get a look. He beckoned them to follow and hustled up to the top. "'Yeah, they're out there stuck all right,' Oliver said. "'It's not one of ours, though.' "'You're sure?' Betty asked. Kelly had only just handed Oliver the binoculars, which he now raised. I'm sure. I know every ship around here. And also they have a device on their sail. Nothing we would have, he said. He was looking keenly through the glasses. But, as they were a bit further than before, and the sun was almost gone, he couldn't see any better than they had before. He lowered them. I think the people are trying to get them off the rock. You're right, Kelly. They've hide-sided themselves. Oliver handed the binoculars to Betty, who raised them to her eyes. What sort of device? she asked. A cross. A what? Like a big fancy letter T. Or big small letter T, he amended. She looked out. There was something on the sail, and it was basically a red letter T, though it had scroll work and complicated edging all around that made it seem much fancier than a simple letter. What to do now? John Travers asked. I'm going out on the catamaran, Oliver said. It's fast, and I'll bring some extra life preservers. They're old, but they still work. Want me to come with? John asked. No, I'll go alone, Oliver said. I can do it fastest by myself, and who knows, I might have to rescue a few people, and the catamaran isn't large. It wasn't. They went down to the waterside, and there was a catamaran up on some skids near the water. It was really just a small sailboat. But instead of a single hull, it had two small hulls that were sharp, almost like blades, with what amounted to a tarp strung between them where the sailor sat. It had been tied, so in the event of a very high tide or storm, it wouldn't get washed down into the water. Oliver and John untied it, while the kids and Kelly took some musty-smelling life jackets and placed them on the catamaran. Oliver looped some rope around them, bundling them, and then tied a knot. He didn't say anything, but it was clear to Betty that he knew what he was doing. It seemed that the life jackets weren't going anywhere, but if he needed them, he could just pull on the knot and it would release them. He left one life jacket for himself and put it on. 
Then he released the catamaran from its mooring, and they all pushed it down the simple log skids to the water. Oliver got aboard, and the catamaran, which was famously fast, took off. The evening breeze was not so strong as to be dangerous, and only the incoming dark gave any worry to Betty for the sure-handed Oliver. They all trekked back to the knoll to look at the strange boat and see how Oliver would help. It hadn't gotten much darker yet, and they could still see the sailboat, still in the same place and presumably still stuck on the rock. Oliver's catamaran was making its way out past the furthest finger of land before it could turn towards the bay proper. They watched as he turned and then went more or less directly at the strange boat. As he approached, Betty thought she could see some movement on the strange boat. They all expected Oliver to pull up alongside to give the life vests or ask what they needed, but that didn't happen. As the catamaran got close, it suddenly turned against the wind, which nearly stalled its speed. But the turn continued, and then Oliver was speeding away from the boat. Soon he was coming back towards the skids. All four of the others were there, wondering what would ha what had happened. As he pulled up, and it was getting quite dark now, it was clear. There was an arrow sticking out of Oliver's life vest. It went through it, but fortunately at an angle, and it didn't harm him. Are you okay? Kelly asked anyway as he pulled up to the skids. Yeah, Oliver said, jumping off and starting to pull the boat up on the skids. He then took a rope and pulley system and attached it to the catamaran and pulled the little boat up the skids. Then he tied it off. We gotta keep some eyes on those people, Oliver said. As soon as I got close, they started shooting at me. Got a couple off before I could turn enough to start putting some distance between me and them. Are they still stuck? John asked. Yeah, but I didn't see a lot of damage on their boat. My guess is they'll manage to get off the rock tonight, even if they have to wait for the tide to start to come back in. They'll be gone by morning. Why attack when you were just coming to help? Betty asked. No idea. With that cross on their sail, they're from the mainland somewhere. We haven't had communication with them for so long. Who knows what they're up to? That was all Betty learned about that ship. The adults had some people watch it overnight, but the boat had slipped away before the light of dawn. And that's the end of the episode for this week. Hope you're enjoying it. I am enjoying writing it. And if you have any comments or questions about this episode or previous episodes, cryptobiography at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Mastodon. And thanks for listening. Words of Music Copyright 2023, Cryptobiography LLC, all rights reserved. Characters and events are fictional fictionalized or satirical.